and he started getting like mad and defensive yeah, classic and we were like we're gonna call the police who are you and he goes you really want to go there because i have a gun in my backpack oh my god instantly i was like no you don't no you don't have a gun and he was like you don't want me to show you my gun and i was like yeah show me your gun <laughs> please and they were like oh you don't want me to show you my gun welcome back to oops the podcast all right lots to unpack here i got something for you please julio julio i don't know where you came up with that idea dude this guy was a huge turkey what is this japan which is one of the reasons why i hadn't told you about it no and i also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me yeah yeah which of course you were oh yeah Off we go. Oops, the podcast. I'm here with Julio. Oh, yeah. Chris and Ryan. The team, the squad is out in full. Lovely colors on the shirts today. Yeah, the boys. We've got a a peachy theme, sort of a popsicle array. (laughs) This is that tropical Tropical, pack. The tropical flavor. The tropical popsicle pack. And you gotta, I gotta be honest, the tropical flavor pack is just always at least 30 to 50% worse than the OG. You think? Yeah, it's just, it's just fun because it's like a novelty. And then you're like, yo, this pineapple flavor is whack. Like, some of those, give me back to the basics. You know, some of those Starburst alternatives were actually solid. Problem was, you'd always run into a banana, uh, yeah, cousin exactly. of exactly. some kind. And I think bananas are not meant for candy. Yeah, like the yellow, you're like expecting something fun, and then you, it's banana. And you're yeah, like, ah. it should be lemon, but you got banana, and uh, that's not that's not good. It's no good. Yeah, the so, berry flavor are sneaky. Like they seem like they're going to be shitty, but they're better than the tropical. Yeah, you're right. And even with like those Welch's fruit snacks mm. that brag about being like 007 percent juice or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, these are healthy. Um, yeah. the tropical mix for those whack as well. Interesting. And I still buy them cause I'm a sucker. I'm like, Ooh, the new one. I've <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. never <laughs> seen it in blue plastic. <laughs> uh, well, good stuff. We've, we've had a few, uh, great days, uh, fun weekend coming Big weekend. off. Big weekend. Uh, start with this yesterday, Julio and I played some tenny. We sure did. What Swung. a treat. We bashed. We bashed. Uh, hill dog came sierra was there we sort of went to this awesome place that had grass tennis courts yeah it was really nice i'd never seen that i've never done that before yeah i it was the night like i've maybe done it a couple times and it was by far the nicest grass it was i've ever played it was a treat it was a real treat uh and we were bashing julio had my number beat me hand and foot uh but i you know got good exercise and i think at least in our first game we played i i upheld my honor enough it wasn't such a he didn't run me off the court second game he kind of ran me off the court it was a little uh embarrassing i mean dude i should like i should be running you off the court like if you like i i know the, the the pressure is on me in those situations because francis is good enough that like you still have to as like a as a tennis player, you still have to like play for real to win because like he gets everything and he's pretty consistent and he's he hits good shots. So and I know that he's like had success in some baseline games against other very good tennis players. So I know that I need to be solid to I, get a, get the W. You know what my problem is, Julio, is that I watch tennis and I think, oh, that's the strategy. Right. You know, <laughs> I've got you on the run. I should come into the net, forgetting that I haven't done any volley practice mm-hmm. since i was a boy mm-hmm. 
And so I come into net, you hit me one, and I have to hit a decent, not too hard volley, and I just hit it straight into the net every so, single time. It's funny. I remember we were playing uh, one of the earlier points, you came to the net, and I missed the shot. And in my head, I was like, dude, just make him hit another shot. Make him hit what it. What are you doing? Yeah, what are like, you doing? I, you know, to, to your point, oh, the volley, a volley, and now people who don't know about tennis think that volley means a rally. It does not. It means when you're at the net and you hit the ball out of the air, for anybody who didn't know that, just to clarify. I know that's obvious to What Dennis. kind of idiot thinks that because vo- it's volley Pe- for serve? No, people say, oh, that was a good volley. Like if you hit it back I and don't, forth. Like I that. don't like those people. Oh, they just they just don't know, dude. Would you have said that, Chris? Let's go volley on the Chris tennis court. Chris says yes. That was a good volley. I've never heard that before. People say that. Yeah, rally. Rally is, the, is like the slightly more in the no term. Anyway, so I knew that the, the Sorry, odds were Chris. in my favor if I made Francis hit other, another ball at the net. One... I remember the points very well. One was a, was like not a super easy volley. So I was like hoping that even if you got it back, I would have another shot at it. Mm. The second one, you missed an easy volley. And then you missed an overhead too, which those are two like very predictable things. Yep. Yep. Uh, so anyway. The overhead hurt. Yeah. You know, I, I was hurting myself because I don't know what I'm doing. You had a funny commentary. You're like, what am I doing with the rack? You said something really funny. I love to say things on the tennis court that you don't hear real tennis players saying. You see, Francis is being pretty funny. I like to scold myself in very dramatic terms. And Sierra's been playing tennis a bunch the last couple of years, and it's really showing. She's hitting the ball really nicely. She and, is. Uh, I, I have never seen her play before, so I've only got to see sort of the finished product. Yep. Uh, but I was impressed. We're trying. Sure. We're doing something now that that guys do, which is that we are in, encouraging Hill Dog to get into tennis and to play with Sierra, uh, because we know that if we can make that happen, it will mean more time for us. That's true. That's to be together. That's, that's interesting. And I'm that sure. as they're hanging out, we can go watch them do whatever they're doing and sip some cocker spaniels, yeah, do guy stuff, you know, drink soda. They were having they were having a, a girly conversation after we were having lunch right after and they were having a girly conversation about not not girly but just a normal conversation I don't even know something that you hear come up in New York a lot I don't remember what it was I don't either and meanwhile we immediately started our little sidebar conversation <laughs> and we were probably I don't know ten points into that conversation when we realized oh, this is a podcast conversation. <laughs> it was about the minutiae of something. Yeah, I forget. Uh, specifically, but it was funny. You know, serving oneself toppings or... I, I, we both ordered the gazpacho. Yes. It was I don't think good. it was about the b- gazpacho, though. Mm-mm. No. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. Funny combo. Good time. It- Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor and then you'd say go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast see all the best analytics you could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony it's a way that any person can look at it and be like "Ooh, that's pretty and also it's our podcast and there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. It's nice to like get out and have a full day on, on a weekend, you know? Yeah, and then you went to a wedding that night. Dude. So this whole weekend, I've been sort of like doing... So if I live my weekend the way that I live it, I'm prepared for the following week. 
but there's certain things that I don't typically do. And I did multiple of those things and I feel like pretty shell shocked today. Oh boy. I feel like who? <laughs> so there's there's three contributing factors to this. <laughs> Two of them are are additional additional activities and then the final one is something I have no control over. So uh, a, a friend of ours had a, a the graduate from law school uh, from Georgetown, super dope. She wow. moved back to the city. It's big time law school. Yeah, it's very solid. And uh, she's also one of these people that you like think she doesn't have her shit together. And you're like, oh, like how does she? And she will like somehow get like be like top of the class. Mm. She's like one of those people. Yep. Um. Whatever. So anyway, she uh had her party during the day, which inevitably I don't like to drink during the day, but I didn't want to be a bummer. And like they're more of Hillary's friends than mine, so I felt the need to like have a good showing. Yep. So I was drinking during the day, which I don't enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, into the night, kind of had like a late dinner. Wake up, we go play tennis, and then I have a fucking Sunday night wedding. Same thing applies. I'm like, mm-hmm. I haven't drank on a Sunday night in years. I'm going to tonight because of the wedding. Dude, and then I wake up this morning, like 7.30, which I was hoping to at least get to stay sleep until like 9, to feet next to my head because there's men directly outside of the window. Oh. Standing on scaffolding that they had built. The scaffolding before didn't extend to our bedroom. Overnight? Now, I, I, yeah, I guess. You're telling me they erected scaffolding overnight like they're the Sims? I have no idea how they did it. What yes. are they? What are they? That What's that game they play? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. What's the, the game that leads to people being really good at coding? Isn't it the Sims? No, Is there's that. But then there's the one that's, uh, you know, it's like smart. I don't know. That's what it's called? No, 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 no. I don't know. Come I don't on. Know. You know this game, Minesweet. Mine, mine, Minecraft? Minecraft. Yeah, 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 yeah. These are Minecraft yeah. people. But dude, so... Their feet are like, and they're, crafters. they're erecting, they're erecting scaffolding. So you just hear like steel things to stand on. Uh-huh. And then you're hearing the hammer putting them in and you hear, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and music and coffee. I see a coffee being remixed from beneath. <laughs> era, era, coffee. Yeah, era, era, era. Um, and it's, sm- they're smoking cigs. So now our apartment smells like cigarette, but for some reason, the kind of cigarette, like when a homeless guy picks up a cigarette butt and keeps smoking it, yeah, cigarette, soggy. that's so, a, it's a worse smelling a soggy cig. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm just like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. They're probably lighting those cigarettes with blow torches and soldering irons. <laughs> Not for nothing, Julio. Those are the types of men that I love to watch. I know, dude, but like, fuck I like that. I like watching everything you just described felt good to me. It, and it seemed like they were having an okay time. They were playing music. They were laughing. Great. Good for you guys. Yeah. And so I was posting videos of them because they're just right there. Sure. Uh, sure. And somebody replied like, you know, those guys work really hard. They deserve everything they get and more. And I'm like, I'm not at odds with that take. That's no, fine. But no. like, why do they have to do it next to me? Yeah. Why are we here together? Right. Right. Well, here's my question. Did did any, were they wearing uh tool belts? Yeah, tool belts, neon hard hats. Oh. Dude. That's good. Um were they wearing sort of work gloves? Yep. Boots. And then when they went to take their coffee break, did they take their gloves off, sort of smack them together and then stuff them in their back pocket? So did I could only for the most part I could only see them from the like calf down thing cuz I I we don't sleep with the shades open. Mm-hmm. So like there's just a little bit of area what for kind of boots what type, what type of boots are we working with work probably boots. those uh what are they called the red something boots 
I have no red wing idea. boots. Yeah, uh, probably maybe. red wings or maybe some uh, Timberlands. Maybe. Yeah. But were I, they dirty? Those boots? They seemed averagely dirty. Okay, good. Yeah, they yeah. weren't brand new by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, dude, yeah, I bet like, their pants were dirty. They were, dude. I mean, this is this wasn't that like dirty of an activity. They weren't. No? Like, oh, they, you're right. They were off the street. They They're, weren't in the ground. You know, these are the sort of elite. I, these are the climbers. I wonder that. Yeah, who? What is the better job, or do you do both? And also, like. At some point, someone's like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to, to build shit or whatever, or to w- work on facades. And you're yeah, like, facades. oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And you don't even know what that is. And then you go for your first day with your dad, and all of a sudden you're 40 floors above the ground. Yeah. And are you just, are, is your dad just like, oh, don't worry, you'll get used to it. And you do? I don't know. <laughs> it's a great question, but I love the father-son theme of that. I'll teach you a trade, yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. Nice, following nice. in dad's boot footsteps. His boots. His like booted that. footsteps. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe they're doing, you don't think they're doing like gargoyle restoration, do you? I don't have any gargoyles. You don't, you don't think there's no, no, you don't know gargoyles? I feel like the gargoyle guy has to be like like a tugboat driver. He's like a novelty special worker. Yeah, they bring him in. He's paid hourly. <laughs> they bring in the gargoyle guy. He has just, yeah. he has a little like, tick, tick, yeah. tick, tick. He's Excuse like, me, <laughs> the left foot of this uh, <laughs> griffin. <laughs> our, the left toes, the talons on our griffin have <laughs> fallen over time, and it, now it just looks like a, a, a muted fist. It's a rounded <laughs> fist, and certainly that would confuse anyone who knows that's a griffin. Dude, it's so funny. I'm glad I found griffin. I needed that's griffin. That's really good. Griffin's really good. Yeah, griffin Griffin had to happen. The the guy has to be some like little <laughs> Italian man or something. Too. Oh, the feet, the she's a fall off of the grief. No, yeah. try, you, you cannot put her back. I agree. Okay, okay. But here's my question. That little, you know, sort of Michelangelo Sistine Chapel <laughs> disciple, he might have a fear of heights oh but you can't detach a gargoyle and bring <laughs> it down to the street can you i don't know I, why not uh because they're stone but they're the Sistine fused. chapel i mean michelangelo he like worked on it on scaffolding i believe that's true like on his back he painting did. the ceiling right? that's true um i'm just wondering you know for the gargoyle restoration community <laughs> uh who by the way i would imagine a lot of them might be blind what? Yeah, they work by feel. It's <laughs> an old trade. How many the same guy? How many gargoyle restorers yeah. do you know? Not many, dude. No, you don't, because they don't go outside for fear of being hit by traffic. <laughs> the guy who worked in fucking Rodan's workshop, he's still out here. Yeah, hundred fifty years old. Something tells me they don't. I don't know. They 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 feel. They work by feel. I, I I like the idea of that. Well, it's interesting that you say that maybe they bring it down because it does seem like the kind of job that maybe like when you're like a retired archaeologist, you do gargoyle restoration or something. <laughs> maybe it's like older, an older man's job. You know what I mean? It's my side hustle. <laughs> you know, the dinosaur bones haven't been good to me lately. <laughs> we we had a real fail on the last dig. It's an easier gig, dude. It's yeah. like uh, like when police officers retire and become like private security guys at people's houses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like exactly a cushy right. Retirement gig. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> guys. I don't know about you. My favorite drink is hangover, <laughs> and and mine too. To the degree that I wear their t-shirts, 
<laughs> Francis is rocking the swag. You ever drink something you I. like so much that you wear their shirts? Very good, very good merch. Yeah, big fans here. Um, dude, though, like sometimes I'll be sitting in my apartment and I'm like, what do I want right now? And then I remember that I have hangovies in the fridge and I go crack awake, uh-huh. my favorite flavor at the moment. Yeah. Uh, pour it over a very big ice cube uh, and then sit there and enjoy it, which is part of the reason why when Sierra came over, we actually didn't have enough ice because I had been using it for hangobi <laughs> and forgot to restock the tray. That's actually true. Oh, man. It's the first sip for me that really uh, is is the most enjoyable part because I love the flavor. It's so good. I like the essential. I like the wake. Uh, it's it's nice and spritzy and light and effervescent. Yeah, and, it's, a, uh, it's a plant-based performance beverage. Yeah. It'll give you, uh, it'll give you a pep in your step. Great for hangovers uh, and just boosts overall yep. kind of like health and wellness. Uh, we certainly love it and we think you should check it out. We swear by it. Yeah. So right now, if you go to hangobi.com and use promo code oops, I'm hung, mm-hmm. you're going to get 30% off of your order. Holy smokes. It's a big boy. Yeah. Uh, they are delicious. Let us know what you think. Uh, we love hangobi. We think you will too. Hangobi.com. That's A-H-A-N-G-O-B-I.com. Uh, promo code oops i'm hung a lot of athletes are endorsing it by the way yeah. so it's uh it's the fire rises yeah really really cool yeah. check it out do my brother loves to tell me about dinosaur fossils in this way that I'm, i can never expect i'd be like oh yeah i'm going to wyoming he'll be like oh yeah he's like there's really good fossil hunting there i'm like really he's like yeah man like some of the best in the world I'm like, is okay. he is he doing it no he i don't know how he knows that or why huh. but i find it pretty uh interesting i don't know i don't know how i would do uh with the absolute tedium of brushing off a a bone with a toothbrush yeah i have no also like i am really bad at visualizing the finished product of something like even when someone's like come see the renovations i'm doing i go in there and i'm like oh god like i cannot picture how sick it's gonna be right and then it is and i'm like oh wow i don't have that talent but the same thing with fossils dude like you just find a rock and you're like, oh, oh right. my God. Right. <laughs> like, and now yeah. you're just chipping away with little tools like Tim Robbins and Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like someone working on a gargoyle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, on a claw oh, man. of a gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's file those fingers into points. Oh, God. Okay. So um, <laughs> I guess we got here because we were talking about tennis uh, and then you went to the wedding that night. How was the wedding? The wedding was lovely, dude. It was really nice. And there was something, it was a Sunday wedding, which I know is a little un, uh, unconventional, but it was, it was some of the nicest vows that I've ever seen be done. This is mm-hmm. Will Winner. Uh, he's a comedian. Great guy. Uh, Casey Salengo did the, uh, was the officiant. Oh, nice. And he was very good. Yep. Um, and they sort of did a fusion of all of, all of the events that kind of happen in and around a wedding all at once. So like they did that at first, got it out of the way. It was really, really good food. And it was kind of in this like townhouse, but it was sort of like a, like a, what I would picture to be some kind of like Spanish style in like Valencia or something. I've never been to Valencia. I have no idea. I'm pulling that out of my ass, but like kind of like with winding stairs around the side. So it was like kind of an interesting setup. Cool. It's like two, three floors with like an outdoor garden, blah, blah, blah. And then they, so they did the ceremony and then we like, there was drinking, whatever. And then they did speeches and like the way that you would maybe have done it at a rehearsal dinner. So it was like all, uh, put together and 
you know, Hill Dog was having a great time. She was weeping like the sweetheart that she was. She was like, it's so sweet. Like mm. she was weeping at the vows. But then just seeing the bride, she just immediately started weeping. <laughs> um, and she doesn't even really know her that well. Um, so I was just like, it was just classic girls getting yeah. in, in their feels. Gotcha. It was sweet though. Gotcha. Like, you know, give her a little back rub. Yeah. She nice. was tired too from the weekends. So Is that nice. your move? A little consolation. The, the, comfort, the comfort move just to be involved in the cry a little bit. So yes, but dude, this, I felt really guilty uh, because she was crying a little. I did not have a tissue, but I did. I, so I, out of nowhere, I started having allergies yesterday at the end of tennis. I don't know Saw if you that. noticed that. Saw that. And that hasn't happened to me in years. I'm not used to that. So I'm just like sneezing. And it was also the kind of thing where when you breathe in, one of your nostrils just tickles. So you just can't stop sneezing for the entire day if you happen to breathe in through that nostril. Oh, gosh. So now you have to resort to mouth breathing, even though you theoretically can breathe through your nose. Mm -hmm. So when you stop thinking about it, you start <laughs> doing right. that little thing. Yeah, like um, a, you sound like Kojai. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm blowing my nose, and at this point, there was no access to like new tissue, so I'm kind of like using the same paper towel, unfortunately. Oh, God. And I keep blowing my nose in it, which it's fine. It's durable and holding up and doing the job. But she asked me for a tissue because she sees me using it. And I'm like, sorry, I, I've been using this one the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> so then <laughs> um, another comedian, Alyssa Wolf, uh, she happened to have a tissue and she gave it to Hillary. And I felt like I had let Hillary down uh -huh. uh, and I felt pretty guilty about it. You know, there's that age old practice of handing a handkerchief to a woman who is uh over overcome with emotion mm -hmm. but i've always wondered uh how much spanish flu was transferred that way <laughs> i mean imagine you've got a handkerchief if handkerchief in your pocket which presumably you've been blowing your nose into yes right what what woman accepts that so why that does was, that happen that it but was that the used handkerchief this was the full utility handkerchief that was being handed out yeah, I think most handkerchiefs were used. Were used. You know? Maybe people had multiple handkerchiefs on them. That's what I was hoping for, for the sake of the ladies out there. Yeah, but then they would use it, and then they would the woman would wipe her wet face off, mm. towel off with it, and then <laughs> hand it back to the guy, and he'd stuff it right back, back into his breast pocket. Yeah, maybe there was like a, a part for strangers and a part for you or something. Like I don't know. Knew. I don't know. But dude, my great-grandmother died from the Spanish flu. Did she? Mm -hmm. wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry yeah. to hear that. Hey, you know, it's all right. I'm sorry. No, thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> being really sorry to throw that in there. Being really uh, sort of thoughtful and feeling for yeah. a relative that was lost a yeah. hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, roughly. There's something there. I think something around that time. There's something there. Um, Wow. So yeah, but dude, it is like she was so I felt guilty because she was starting to do that thing where like she knows if she's too aggressive touching her eye, she will smudge. So she's doing the kind of like Oh, yes. the levy, the like Crea finger oh, levy. Oh, the levy's well said. Yes. <laughs> Creating the levy. Catch the eye. Catch it. Catch it. Pool catch it. it. Let it pool Let it, and then yeah. suffuse osmos Osmo. <laughs> back through the cornea. Exactly. I don't know where those tears go. Yeah. Do they just go back to the well? I do not know. Why, how does it go back into the eye? I, I do not know. That's crazy. Women do that. It's amazing. Is and and it makes it's like um 
It's like the tear that the eyeball can actually just suck the juice back in. Yeah. I've never understood that. Maybe it just goes back to like eye lubricating. Mm. Is it the same thing? Eye lubricant and tears? Are tears made of the same thing as a visine, basically? No, as our natural eye lubricant. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Ryan's looking it up. His fingers are flying. Ryan is over yeah, there. The second we, we started speaking quizzically, he <laughs> ripped open the laptop. <laughs> partly just in case we need it, but also partly because he's just a curious young He's a man. curious man. He just wants to know. Yeah, curious yeah. man. Can't hate him for we'll that. We'll shrug of the shoulders. He says, me? I'd like to know things. Uh, okay, very good. So mm-hmm. rest of the wedding, good. Yeah. Rest of the wedding. A wedding again. of comedians, you know. It was like 50-50. Uh, not even. No, it was predominantly non-comedians, but there were some comedians. So let's ask ourselves this. Is there still an effort among uh, comedian themed or let's say a, a strong contingent of comedians at a wedding is there still an effort towards the whole one-upsmanship who can be funniest let's you know make the speeches as funny as possible is there sort of a an expectation of that there wasn't enough comedian like it, it was there was more non-comedian speakers than comedian speakers there was only one comedian give a speech one comedian was the officiant and that was it Got it. And they were both sufficiently funny, and but didn't overdo it. That's nice to hear. Yeah. So they can drop the facade. Yes. Without uh, letting the gargoyles go with it. Correct. Correct. And tumble down to the earth and exactly. splatter into a thousand pebbles. Exactly. And only be reassembled by the most trusted hand of the world's <laughs> blindest gargoyle yes. restorer. Giovanni. <laughs> Giovanni in Pamplona. That's right. Yeah. They send it to him. They're like, oh, well, it's going to take at least four weeks. We got to ship yeah, it over. He's to- like, I've been retired for <laughs> twenty years. He only works one day a week. Too, it's not who I am anymore. From four to six p.m. operating on uh, embassy hours, dude. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, well, speaking of which, I am officiating a wedding uh, on Saturday. Your second. My second one. Um, Who's this? This is the one in. This is Brent. This is in Budapest. Yeah, so this is actually good because... Do you say I, it Budapest? I'm probably... Saying Budapest is like not quite as douchey as saying Ibiza, but it's close. Mm. Budapest, there's just no need to make that choice. Uh-huh. You can say Budapest, it's fine. Maybe when I'm hanging out with my Hungarian pals, whom I'd have none of, <laughs> besides the bride-to-be, I'll say Budapest. I like Budapest. <laughs> I like it. I gotta say, I like it. It's funny. Okay, so this is a classic thing. Budapest is a city that like a lot of people have been to, like when they were abroad. Yep. And they love to be like, oh, Budapest. Oh no, they'll be like Budapest. I love it. They'll be like, you know, it's it's Buda and Pest. They're two different places. Like I've heard that like nineteen times. Apparently, yeah. One side is Buda, the other side's Pest. You know, Buda's the. I don't forget what they were saying about it. I'm like, okay. And it started to make me self-conscious, or not not self-conscious, but aware of the fact that just because I've been somewhere doesn't mean I need to sit here and tell you all about it when you tell me you're going there. Yeah, right. There's a, they're like, oh, oh, you're going there? Oh, you're going to love it. Have you been? No, not yet. Oh, I've, I've but, been. But, <laughs> yeah. but also, you are in this rarefied air where no one will ever go to the places that you've gone. That is true, but I do mix it up. So I have been to some of the places right. that everyone has been, plus places that they have not been. But to. also, if someone were to go to one of the places that you've been, they would want to hear 
what you had experienced. True, but they for will the sake of their lives. They'll t- they'll typically okay danger quote dangerous place versus not. <laughs> I will uh, my policy is that I wait for a direct question before just deciding that mm-hmm. I'm going to give you because you may have your whole thing planned. And if you don't need me to get involved, why should I get involved? Yeah, but if I had planned out a whole trip around in Nicaragua and I, I, and you came in and you were like, whatever you do, don't go to the uh, covered mosquito market. And that was like day one, we're going to be at the covered mosquito market from 9 a.m. Right. To, to 3 p.m. It's our number one thing. And you, I said, why not? And you were like, if you go, you'll get West Nile virus. <laughs> They haven't been vetting the mosquitoes the way that they used to. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. totally unsafe, uh, et cetera. Uh, then I would want to know that. Okay, fine. That's different. I, I agreed. But when it comes to like, you know, somewhere everybody's been, I, there's just no reason to be. I've just been annoyed at people. And maybe it's because I'm like jealous that they've like gone to a, a lot of places or something. I don't really know. But it's annoying to like get too involved. Agreed. And in fact, somebody gave me a really helpful Nicaragua tip recently when I was talking about this. Uh, they, was it a woman? Yeah. She's in my book club. She mentioned that. She's awesome. She seems cool. She's a digital nomad. Awesome. I don't know what that means. She's told me a few times and I still don't get it. Does it mean like you or whatever? She, she, work, she works remotely forever? Sort of thing? I, 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 yeah? I, okay. That's is that right? Yeah. Cool. She um, bounces around to some really cool spots. Yeah. And she cool. told me to tell me really you some really, really important information about going there. And halfway through, I said, you need to tell him this. Oh, thanks. Because I'll get it all wrong. Yeah. So it was a, it was a really, it was a thing that could easily have been missed uh, about submitting your COVID test to the airline before you yeah you would have needed to wait 36 hours in miami or something like that literally in miami yeah which would have been that would just that would have really sucked so yeah especially with how short of a time i'm going for so that was really helpful in that context obviously it's very nice um but in a way dude so name's amanda amanda yeah i forgot i mean i have her she's really cool she's great yeah she's been really helpful i hope we're hoping to maybe link up with her if possible Mm -hmm. um so i'm officiating right and they also so he's also asked me to like give a little speech on uh, at the rehearsal dinner, um, and in a way I've sort of been practicing for this for quite a while. Brent has been a, a big highlight on the podcast, and I'm trying mm. to decide how I'm going to assemble. Mm. I have to talk about him speaking in metaphors. Obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have a couple good stories, uh, so I'm actually looking forward to the speech, and it will also sort of alleviate the pressure to kind of have to be funny while i'm officiating yeah instead i can just get right down to the meat and potatoes that's good you know? I, I also think the efficient role is one where you can sprinkle some humor in there but that's not the expectation right right the best man speech try to be funny right but efficient you're a referee right right you're a you're a law invoking citizen right right so i think that they also realize that they're like oh well He's probably good for a speech too. Maybe we should get him to give a speech also. Oh, they're going to give you, they're going to double you up? I'm doubled up. You're going to have a speech as well as the officiant yes, role? Yes. Correct. Man. I know. I was like, would you like me to jerk you off too, dude? Yeah. At it? God, <laughs> want me to pay for your honeymoon? <laughs> what the hell? Sire their firstborn? Dude, oh, man. Uh, 
we just yeah uh you know brent and i have a lot of good tales going back it's gonna be a good time also like a good mixture of people who i have not seen in a while one of those mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be a good time i started packing my plover robe in my suitcase when i travel on the road that's really fun when you go into a hotel you not you want to have a robe yeah, and honestly, even when they do give you one, the plover robe is better than the robe that exactly. you're going to get. Exactly. The robes that, and first of all, it has to be a really fancy hotel for them to have a robe for you. To begin you. with, right. But the robes that even are at fancy hotels are terrible compared yeah. to the plover robes. Dude, the plover robes are sick. I got to say, the plover robe is a really fun thing to bust out at a party. Mm. Any kind of climate. If you're on your way from like the porch to the hot tub or something like that, you bust out a plover robe. The night's going to go well for you. Exactly. People are like, what's under that robe? I want to see it. Dude, that's a sick cactus and owl robe. That's exactly right. Do those things even interact? We love the cactus and the owl. Uh, They call it the cact me outside. (laughs) Cact me outside. It's pretty sick. Uh, We got a couple coming our way. I've bought a few more. This is such a fun thing for the summer. Look at that thing, They're sick, dude. Also, check out their YouTube channel. Yeah. I've never seen a better ad for a product than their songs. Like, if they... If, like, they will be able to make it as a band, if not anything else. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Love these guys. Uh, Ben and Eric, I think, are their names. Really good dudes. Awesome product. Seriously, get yourself a plover robe. Uh, Use our promo code, because that supports us. Go to ploverrobes.com slash oops. And use promo code OOPS, which will get you 20% off of the best thing that you'll buy this summer. Trust us. Get yourself a Plover Robe. See what they've got as a selection. Ploverrobes.com slash OOPS. Promo code OOPS. 20% off. Got some today. Tell me about how you're getting to Hungary. Uh, There's no direct flight. So we are flying, I think, through Geneva on the way there. And then through Frankfurt on the way back. I believe the first flight is Swiss Air and the way back is Lufthansa, but both booked through the Lufthansa website. Got it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so Tuesday night, overnight flight. Uh, and yeah, connecting in Geneva is kind of nice because it's a further, a little bit further east. Get to sleep a little longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Want to know how I'm getting to Hungary? <laughs> you're not. Because I had a light breakfast. Oh, <laughs> there he is. There he is, baby. <laughs> I really actually am quite hungry. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure why I ate so, so little. Um, yeah, because you only ate gazpacho for lunch yesterday, dude. I That's did it. only eat gazpacho. It was quite refreshing. It was a nice gazpacho, a little solid. chilled soup. Yeah. Normally, I do like my gazpacho totally pureed. I don't want chunks. Interesting. In my gazpacho. Interesting. I love the chunks. You like a chunky gazpacho? I like a nice chunky little cucumber. And I'll tell you what, I feel like the the uh, gazpacho measuring meter, uh, as far as a good gazpacho versus a bad gazpacho, is how red it is. If it's very red, it's typically not as good as one that's a little orangey. Really? That's how I feel. It's funny you say this. I actually like a green gazpacho. Oh, wow. When I think of gazpacho, I think green. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I think gazpacho is a a dish that it is perfectly suitable to drink from the bowl. Agreed. You can drink it. You can. And a place actually that I used to go that made a really mean gazpacho when you get it to go, they give it to you in a fucking cup. Yeah. You drink it out of a cup. That's nice. I agree. I like I like being able to drink. But again, Julio, this brings us back to whether or not you want your gazpacho chunky. Because if mm. you have a chunky gazpacho, drinking it feels brutish to me. 
I understand where you're coming from, but I like I like the fusion sip. Choo, 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 oh, okay. Choo, choo, choo. Now, are you sip, choo, when you see? Are you keeping your eyes open with those sips in case a, a rogue chunk comes down the gullet? No, because there's I do like a, a pre-screening of the gullet, pre-gullet. Yeah, I I I, I feel what uh what's in there. And then oh, I, you use your mouth to feel. I use my mouth to feel before going straight for the uh, sort of whale, billine, <laughs> <laughs> krill. <laughs> before doing that move. <laughs> oh, baleen. <laughs> so, 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 so you're telling me, okay, so you do a little feel around with the tongue, like, oh, oh big, big one coming. Get ready to chew. Exactly. Um, and the the reason I feel like uh, drinking the gazpacho when there are chunks is brutish is that I, I think you should only be able to drink from a bowl if it is pureed mm. sort of consistency liquid, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a broth, say. Because as soon as a chunk of anything comes floating down, if you have to open your mouth wider to, you know, if you have to widen the aperture to uh, accept that chunk, you risk it spilling out the corners of your mouth. Fair, fair. Chunks can get messy. They can. And I think that if you have a, a thing like a bowl where you're supposed to use a spoon and you choose to just drink out of it, if you are chunking it up in that moment, that's not a good look. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Do you think there's anything to be said about uh, starting with the spoon and then switching to drinking towards the end? It's certainly a thing. It's you know certainly I mean? a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's something I do a lot. Yeah. Where I just throw in the towel and say, I've worked <laughs> my way through this enough that to finish it off, I'm allowed to just take the bowl and tip yeah i mean for the finishing touch it's certainly a a quality but if you picked up that bowl from the second they set it down the full bowl and you started drinking you're a brute you're a brute you're a brute that's bad even if it's pureed right yeah if it's just a full big bowl i mean that was a big bowl that was a big bowl so i got a bowl you got a cup i got a cup because i had mine as a starter francis had his as his meal Mm mm-hmm uh, it's a fourteen dollar eighteen. Excuse me, fourteen dollar eight dollar split. By the way, for yeah. for those wondering at home, which I thought was the perfectly appropriate split. Like you, the bowl was significantly bigger than the cup. It certainly was. So it was a nice sort of like the large smoothie versus the small. It almost upgrade. feels that the the cup was mispriced because your cup had so much less volume than half of my bowl. All right, and all yet, right. it was more than half the price of the bowl. Um, right, right, right. Eight dollars right, to fourteen dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that? I did. In I fact, actually did. When they brought your, I was glad that they that you had the cup and I had the bowl, so that I could feel that I was getting more value. Right, right. No, but it's true, dude. Like, like it reminds me of the place I get smoothies, where the sixteen ounce versus the twenty four ounce. There's only like a three dollar increase. Mm. Eleven dollars versus fourteen dollars, and you get. 50% more. That's pretty good. Which is, it, give, it gives you the incentive to scale up. Do you think they would have been angry if we had just ordered one large bowl of gazpacho for the table and then passed it around <laughs> between us as though we were camping? Uh, so it seemed as if no, actually. It may have been the best scenario to do that because this was a place where it was sort of the patio mm. and you could choose to do nothing there. You also, could just get a drink. I wish we called patio Pasho. 
Pasho. Like ratio. Yeah. Ratio? Ratio. Ratio. Pasio. Pasio. <laughs> be fun if they were the same. That would be. That's, but they're not. That's why English is confusing for it's people arbitrary. It's ridiculous. Pasio. Pasio. Yeah. Pasio. Um, well, dude, so I actually... <laughs> we eating inside? No, let's go have some gazpacho on the pasio. <laughs> <laughs> well, this brings up a good... This brings up something good, actually, because... So I was unaware at first that, you know, we were being treated to this lunch. Hmm. It makes sense now that I think about it at like a club, they will put it on your account usually kind of thing. I wasn't really thinking about it. And I ordered multiple courses mm. when I was being treated, which one might frown upon. I actually thought about that possibility as I was ordering, but I realized that I ordered a sandwich and the sandwich price point was fairly low. If I had ordered the salmon plus a starter, that would have maybe definitely been aggressive. Yeah. So I thought that since my total price was still in an acceptable range, I didn't feel that it guilty. certainly was. It was certainly fine. <laughs> and also your starter was a cup of gazpacho, not the venison crudite, <laughs> you know, right, the beef source from the deer that crossed the railroad tracks <laughs> at the wrong time. Uh, <laughs> so by the way, we talked about the bowl. Did we talk about the bull that got hit by a, a train? The bull? No, Someone I don't, was even, telling I don't me, even know about oh, this. Oh, this, this was in Scotland. So one thing that's cool about a lot of these golf courses in Scotland is that the, um, they, have these, they have train tracks that run along them a lot oh, of the wow. time. That's cool. and, and a lot of the open rota courses that they play the, the British Open at are built along railroads because, or are on railroads because they built the railroads adjacent to them so that they could easily bring people to out to the tournament to watch the tournament. Oh. But it's cool because you cool. you often have as you're you know swinging you're you're you risk spraying it right and having the ball land on the railroad tracks and there are fast tr trains that are oh, running sure. by and you know how I love trains. Yeah. So. <laughs> do you? Oh, sure do. And they do have a <laughs> cow pasture uh, apparently that one of the caddies that really cute caddy was telling oh, me yeah. this. <laughs> um he said that they have they had a cow pasture that was adjacent to the uh adjacent to the the railroad tracks and the golf course and they they had not erected a suitable electric fence or some sort of barrier right and one day the bull got out and stood on the train tracks and the the train hit the bull oh shit uh instantly creating hundreds of portions of beef carpaccio <laughs> if not thousands i don't i don't know does that like affect the train's trajectory at all if it's like a full or is it just do, like do the passengers feel that i gotta believe it would depend on whether the bull was facing the train and pawing the ground with its right, head lowered right, right. versus sort of standing sideways right. the way my dad did going through that security <laughs> uh reader at the airport uh just sort of letting the train t-bone yeah. it into a t-bone stick there you go very good <laughs> oh, very good wow we're on fire today <laughs> we are on fire we're feeling it in um, the zone baby don't you think that would have been fun to witness though a oh, train man. hit a bull i don't know dude maybe that would have been Fun. It would. I. I feel like maybe the video of it would have been fun since it already happened. I'd be like, "Oh God!" Seeing it live stresses me out a bit. Yeah. Especially if you. I mean, dude, you could get hit by bull spray. Spare parts. Like, yeah. Bull spray. <laughs> yeah, like spray. Like I don't know, collateral damage. Innocent bystander. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. Take a hoof home. <laughs> mount it. What's that from? Oh, it's the day I shot 78 at Panmure and a bull hoof ended up in my golf bag hit by a train. What are the odds? Your ball hit the hoof and it actually made it go to in onto the green whereas before it would have ended up in the fucking trap. That bull sacrificed his foot for you, dude. Yeah. That's uh I love that. Dude, so right now I'm rocking one of the Rule of Threads, uh, Rule of Threads Henley tees. Mm, it's a nice Henley's, color. It's sharp, yeah. Super comfortable. It's, it's the right type of Henley, too, where the buttons don't just stay together and it looks like you're wearing a, a zipper up your front made of buttons. <laughs> right, or like a priest's shirt. Yeah, they spread at the right angle. Yeah, they're super chill, fits the body really nicely. Just a nice pizza slice of skin <laughs> coming up from your down from your neck. To the right part of your chest. Yeah, and it also just kind of like accentuates all the right stuff to make you look a little more manly, mm-hmm. uh, which who doesn't like that? Yeah, who doesn't you know want to I mean? look like a guy? Good stuff. Um, but dude, I, I really love all this menswear. Uh, some of the finest apparel out there. It's just clean, simple, premium menswear basics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're going to love it, dude. I, I, wish I, could, I wish I couldn't say that so much of my uh, wardrobe is now comprised of Rule of Threads stuff, but it... Once you start, man, you realize I don't need anything else. Yeah, and it's a great thing to bring with you when you travel. The joggers are fantastic on a flight. The t-shirts are so versatile. You can wear them for anything. Uh, and it's a really consistent fit. If you like the t-shirt, you're going to be able to find the exact replica of it the next time you go by for another one. Bingo. It is just uh, practical and solid, uh, something that every single guy needs. So right now, you can go to ruleofthreads.com, use promo code OOPS, and you'll get 15% off of your order at ruleofthreads.com, promo code OOPS, 15% off. Get in there, fill out your wardrobe. You're going to love it. Good. You mentioned stressing out. You posted a, um Instagram story today that I saw. It was a TikTok oh, yeah. of a guy in a sauna. Did you see that? I, I didn't even think it was real. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. And And if it is real... It it breaks my heart. Everything about it stressed me out, including the guy. So it's a video of this. All right, tell the story. I don't. I don't like. It's a video of a guy in a sauna calling another guy out for like being annoyed at him for playing music or something. As I understood it, the guy who filmed the TikTok and posted it was watching TikToks on his phone. Yes, in the sauna at a with volume on. Yes. And then the other guy who was in the sauna said, can you not watch TikToks with the volume on? Can you turn the volume off? We're in the sauna. I'm trying to relax. Relax. And then the guy who had been watching it flipped out and filmed him and was like, this guy, and and posted it as a TikTok, was like, this guy told me to turn the volume down when watching TikToks on volume 10. And he's like, bro, you don't want this. I'm going to fight you, like, threatening him. He's like, you're a little bitch. And he's filming him in the (laughs) sauna. And there's so much wrong with that. Yeah. It was very fucking stressful. And it's one of those things where if I had been in the sauna, I don't know what I would have done. Because you can't really, you don't want to, like, fight someone in a sauna. Yeah, and this guy, you could see the other guy, like, he was trying to kind of stand down, but the guy just kept pushing it which is what broke my heart and i made me want someone to beat that kid i know i know i hope the universe extols its karmic 
fist against, against that, that bad guy. boy. He's a bad boy. I hate that kid. <laughs> I want something tragic to happen to him. <laughs> and then at the end of the video, there's this guy who's like, that's completely unexpected. Like that part was equally stressful. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, really... I'm like, dude, this video spoke for itself. We didn't need your commentary. That, yeah, exactly. Hot take. The song is for relaxing, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what what we needed was for that because that guy looked pretty muscle bound. Yeah. He looked pretty muscle bound. He was in the gym. The guy that was offering his commentary on the video. So, but he also. Oh, so I see what you're saying. We needed him to go into the sauna with his clothes on and beat up the kid. Here's the problem that I feel like the the guy who was filming the guy who initially objected to his TikTok being played loud. The guy filming the other guy feels it feels like he has the advantage in a fight. He seemed like like a bigger guy, and he, he was younger. Well, and the other just, guy was like sh- sh- kind of shorter and older. Yeah, but then it's just bullying. That's all it is. He yeah, was bullying, bullying him. him. And what we needed was someone to be in there with him, with clothing on, so that you don't risk tussling and grappling and having your towel come off. Next thing you know, <laughs> your penis is accidentally pushed into the hot rock bed. Oh god! And you know you're turning your your wiener into. Uh, <laughs> schnitzel <laughs> oh god dude yeah you gotta be careful fighting in the old in the old sweatshop yeah dude i went to a sauna um man i have two good okay actually i want to do this one instead i when i was walking i walked home from the wedding the wedding was in uh the west village i walked home afterward um and i witnessed a, a fight on the street that was crazy Whoa, so I, really? a, a guy rode by me on the sidewalk on a bike uh, not supposed to do that in a way it was a city bike and he kind of was going too fast and he kind of went right by me and i was sort of like fuck this guy mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i see a guy on the other side of the street this like big guy wearing a button-down shirt it looks like he was leaving the office or something and he had glasses on and he was screaming not super appropriate shit at this the guy on the bike really they were on opposite sides of the street so it was unclear what had happened if like Maybe the guy had breezed by him too close to, maybe even hit him. And he started screaming, fuck you, you're a little bitch. Okay. And then also like fucked up things that I- Racist things? Yeah, potentially. Hateful things. Potentially. And the other guy was yelling it back. And then- The, the same guy, things? Uh, he was saying, well, it was almost like now the guy who maybe had seemingly been initially wronged was now going too far overboard, so now he was the wrong one. Oh. And the other guy was kind of like, yo, fuck you, dude. And he was like, no, fuck you. I'll fuck you up. And then he went down into the subway, and then the other guy... The guy in the button-down shirt yes, went into the went subway. down in the subway. The other guy went down into the subway, too. On his city bike? No, he left the city bike on the street. Wow, that's going to cost He put him. it down. I've been but there dude, before. this guy, no offense, had clearly this city bike. He doesn't have a city bike Membership. Oh, he doesn't have a membership. It was one of those. He was the guy who took mine. Yes. Okay. And he just left it in the street for that, for that reason. I see. I see. Anyway, they both now descend into the subway. I'm Did like, go down there? I got to go down yes, there. <laughs> yes. Thank God. Thank God. If your story had ended there, I would have been fucking furious. Okay. So anyway, I get down there and the guy's about to swipe his Metro card, the button down guy. And he sees... The yeah, bike. I was like, there's no way the guy without the city bike account has a Metro card that he's swiping. <laughs> well, anyway. That's a turnstile hopper if I this ever This guy saw looked one. like he was heading to the path, too. The path was was at this station. This is The the, the path is a train no, different from the subway that takes you uh, across the river into, under the river into New Jersey. And, in fact, uh, 
but you can access from the same station sometimes like, mm-hmm. like whatever. Anyway. So the guy's swiping his card. He sees the bike guy over his shoulder and the bike guy's holding a Gatorade and he, it looks as if the bike guy's going to throw the Gatorade and the button down guy turns around. He's like, you're a fucking bitch. I'll fuck you up. What kind of flavor was the Gatorade? Purple. It was a wow. purple Gatorade. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yep. Um, Arctic something. Yeah, I wouldn't mind throwing that. But if it were an orange, I'd probably hold on to it. Yeah, it was the purple one. Okay. And apparently it turned out that the button-down man supposedly had said that he had a knife. And he goes, he goes, you don't got a knife. He's like, you're full of shit. He's like, yeah, I do. Like, da-da-da. They just start fighting. They keep fighting. And then- They're just arguing. They're yelling, but they're not actually physically fighting. But like, they, yeah. they're maybe both prepared By the way, to. never bring a purple Gatorade to a knife fight. <laughs> dude so yeah part of me was like was unless this- you have a knife too and you're just using it to hydrate it half time or something i don't know yeah okay sorry keep going no it's okay it seemed it seemed like maybe that wasn't a great decision on my part to go down there but i did really want to see what yeah. ended up happening um and <laughs> And then the button-down man eventually ends up leaving the subway station. And now the Gatorade guy is standing with this sort of older man who had also witnessed what had happened, apparently, because he goes, yo, don't worry, bro. He doesn't have a knife. There's no way he has a knife. And the other guy goes, I'm sort of more concerned about the stuff he was yelling. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Wait, okay. All right. That was it. So but much to unpack It here. was good, dude. It was okay. pretty good. All right, all right. Hold on a second. <laughs> Obviously, I have to go see what happened there. Yeah. So, okay, so you're telling me that um, the guy with the Gatorade was brandishing the Gatorade. While the, how far apart were he they? He was cocking it. They were probably like, okay, so and to give you an idea, I'm bad at, at like eyeballing distances, so you can, so the 23rd Street F train station mm-hmm. going uptown. Yeah, I know um, it well. Yeah, um, so... The Gatorade man was sort of parallel with the booth that mm-hmm. you buy tickets from. And button-down man, if there's five turnstiles to sort of get in, he's on the second from the left. So wow, that's how far away they are from Really time. specific. I mean, <laughs> really specific. Yeah, I'm bad at eyeballing distances, but, you know. <laughs> no, but I could, I could 16 lay... paces off of the bottom <laughs> step coming in on the uptown station. I was going to guess 50 feet. Yeah. Is that fair or is it less than that? It might be 30 feet. Yeah. Okay. I get what you mean. Okay. But they weren't getting into each other's faces. They were not in each other's faces. The Gatorade man did say, I will kill you at one point to the button down man, which seemed like a big escalation. At one point I was like, Ooh, bike, uh, Gatorade man whizzed by the wrong guy on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. But then when he started saying, I'm going to kill you, I was kind of like this never, none of this needed to happen. And why am I still here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Now, uh, was the guy, the guy who was saying, I've got a, he was still sort of sticking with his, I've got a knife, I've got a knife story. Sort of. It, it, it kind of became clear that he did not have one. Yeah. Because when he said, you don't even have one, he didn't say, yes, I do. He just was like, bah, 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 you're a bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Essentially. Uh-huh. Okay. And, um, that they were never going to, they were never going to fight each other then. It's it, it felt like it could get there, but at this point, it seemed like, oh, maybe maybe it's not going to happen. Knife Poser was the one who ultimately walked away. 
Knife Poser was a fucking huge though. Like remember oh. that guy? Remember the guy in the Jets who wore the neck? He he wore like a seat behind his head. <laughs> who was that guy? He had like a head. Yeah, rest. sort of like Mike Allstott. Remember Mike yes, Allstott yes, in Tampa Bay? Yes. Yeah. Wow, crazy. I, yeah, I didn't. I can't believe I that name. I haven't heard that in a while. All right, but uh, br- 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 Cox. Brian Cox. Yes, he used to have the the like plane seat behind his head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, so this guy looked like plane seat. He looked like like a Brian Cox guy. He was okay. fucking huge. Give me a picture but, of Brian Cox. But also looked seat. like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what Brian Cox looks like? <laughs> oh, that's not what I. He's got the plane seat. Uh, yeah, he, he does? Yeah. Okay. Well. Just carries it with him and for as a flotation device. He looked nothing mm-hmm. like that. But he, okay. He looked like that guy combined with Spike from Little Giants' dad. Ah, uh, nice, nice reference. Like that little, that little buzz cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like scary looking. His father, the one who makes him do push-ups on his arm as he holds onto the refrigerator. <laughs> exactly. Pull-ups, rather. Um, that guy, yes. So anyway, this guy was huge, and the bike guy was not. Yeah, he was sort of little, but lanky, but just no shot mm-hmm. in a fight against the big guy. Okay, and okay, so this ultimately just quieted down. And you said that, this is what I'm confused by, you said that the guy with the Gatorade was not someone who had a city bike membership. He didn't seem like he did. Which instantly to me means that he's not probably, I assume that means he's not really that with it. So he wasn't, he didn't appear to be causing much of, much commotion. He seemed like he was minding his own business, even though he was being pretty annoying on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if if the big guy, the button-down guy, had just had a bad day and somebody riding on a sidewalk on a city bike and accidentally hitting him just made him fucking snap. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I, I, the button-down guy seemed to be the most in the wrong, for sure. Like, no question. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. And um, what did the, when the button-down Brian Cox airplane seat guy left <laughs> you said that the gatorade holder then spoke with another person who said he didn't have a knife and what did the gatorade holder say no the gatorade holder assured this older he said old he called him like old something old timer so he literally called him something like that. old sport but he he said it wasn't it was like a, a sign of respect yeah he was being like don't worry old head old old buck old, old something yeah was it mm, Old, old, um, what, is, what would it be? Old chum? No. No, not chum. Chum is like same plane. Also, it's way too familiar. I, old, old. It was a, show, it was a show of res- showing of respect. Don't worry, old, whatever. Uh, he doesn't have a knife. I have to, it's bothering me now. And the old guy was more like, I was, I was more concerned about the things that he was. Yelling. Oh, the old guy said that. Yes. So was, was he still saying hateful racist type things in, in the. the- subway e, less of less but yes he he said a couple but on the sidewalk he said shit that i was like wow are you serious mm-hmm. and then all that happened was everybody came back upstairs from the subway and the button down guy kept yelling things as he walked in the other direction and i kind of was like there's no way that this is going to peak higher than i've already seen yep. so i'm gonna you saw the climax i'm gonna throw in the towel yeah guys if you're looking for a chill way uh to unwind that isn't gonna leave you feeling sort of Murky afterward, we highly recommend trying out some of Dadgrass's products. Dadgrass is so good, and it's been helping me sleep, and I absolutely love it. It, Dude, it's great. Mellower vibes are a moment away with Dadgrass. I know sometimes 
at the end of a long day or a long week. I love the ritual of kind of like rolling one up and smoking it, but I don't like getting paranoid and depressed. Mm-hmm. And with, uh, you know, Dagrass's mellow CBD formula, it's smokable hemp. Uh, you will not lose a step mentally, but you will feel as chilled out as ever. It goes gentle on the mental. <laughs> it's really good stuff. It's also legal, uh, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body, mellows your mind, and it ships right to your doorstep. Um, all dad grass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over and ships right to your door anywhere in the U S. Um, so right now dad grass is offering our listeners 20% off of your order. When you go to dadgrass.com slash oops, go to dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off of your order. We really think you're going to love it. That's dadgrass.com slash oops. One time. All right. <laughs> this is, that's a great story. <laughs> I'm really glad we got there. Thank a lot you. of detail. Thank you for that. I got you. Um, here's one. When I was a freshman in college, we were, uh, we were at a, my friend's dorm drinking and I think it was near Halloween because I'm pretty sure two of my buddies were wearing roller skates. Anyway, we were in there and for some reason, a guy and three girls that we saw, I don't know how we knew them. I don't think we knew them very well. And it was a freshman dorm room. So we didn't like, it wasn't a big party. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was a small gathering, no more than 10 people. Cause we couldn't really, you couldn't really do much freshman year. You had to be careful. You get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're in there and somehow the guy and these three girls left. I remember the guy had a backpack and then the guy, our friend whose room it was, said what happened to my speaker because he'd been playing music through a portable like bluetooth speaker and we were all like what oh shit that's right there's no more music playing i mean what a what a noticeable thing to steal from a party yeah the speaker from whence the music (laughs) comes so we ran out the door and sort of went out onto the street out of harvard yard (laughs) <laughs> uh, and now we're on Mass Ave and we see them ahead of us and we ran them down we were like hey hey did you guys take our speaker and the guy was like what no and the girls are instantly like no we didn't take your speaker and I'm like the guy had a backpack and I was like let me open your backpack and he was like no fuck no and I'm like well if you're saying no that makes me think you took it and he's like alright fine and he opened it up and he pulled out the speaker. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I must have thought that was mine accidentally. And he handed oh, it back God. to us. Right? Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, what the fuck, man? Why would you steal our speaker from our party? And he was like, man, I didn't steal that. Get out of here. And he started <laughs> getting like mad and defensive. Yeah, classic. And we were like, we're going we're gonna to call the police. Who are you? Like, why were you in our dorm? <laughs> Why would you do that or something? And he goes, uh, you really want to go there? Because I have a gun in my backpack. Oh, my God. And instantly I was like, no, you don't. No, you don't have a gun. You know, we're 18. Right. And I'm like, you don't have a gun in your backpack. And (laughs) one of the girls was like, he does. (laughs) And he was like, you don't want me to show you my gun. And he had his hand. In oh, his backpack. Man. 
So he's holding this the strap at the top, that little dude. What a classic scenario this is. Yeah, and 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 and, and he's like, it? and he's turns to the girl and he goes, "Should I show him?" And the girl goes, "You don't want him to show you his gun." And I was like, "Yeah, show me your gun, <laughs> please." And they were like, "Oh, you don't want me to show you my gun?" And man, I remember being like trying to just call them the on the bluff, but also being like, "What if I'm wrong?" Yeah. It's sort of not worth it. It's but. not really like we've got the speaker back, but also I was so certain it was bullshit because what sort of eighteen year old who's going to like college parties and stealing stealing Bluetooth sixty dollar Bluetooth yeah. speakers? Which sadly I feel like guns cost that much too. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, and ultimately he never took his hand out of the bag to to show okay. me whatever. You know, it was such a bullshit move. And I still, to this day, I'm pretty confident he yeah. didn't have a gun. But ultimately, we walked away. What a stupid situation. You, he steals from you. You stole from me. Why'd you steal from me, dude? I didn't steal from you. I'm calling the cops. You don't want me to show you my gun. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? But, dude, I, I distinctly remember <laughs> that the girls were corroborating the claim of him having a gun. Right or die. They chance, were instantly dude. on board with this, like, turning to me, being like, you don't want to see his gun. And I'm like, I, I actually haven't I seen like many see- guns. I, I Frankly, <laughs> for the sake of, of learning I'd, or experience, I'd like to have a visual on this piece. The heat. Yeah. Show me can the I, heat. Can I hold it? Like, you can take the bullets out. I don't care. I'll just, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we go somewhere else and look because I feel like we'd get in trouble if we pulled the gun out here. But oh, my God. I don't know, man. That's uh, that's some a, serious gaslighting. Going yeah. On. There, that, I've, I've experienced this lying while a fight was brewing thing before yeah um it's not a good thing i think i once when i was in florence italy we were i was visiting my friends while we were studying abroad and there were some guys that had come out of a nightclub and it was just another group of like fucking american frat boys Mm -hmm. you know we're all wearing button downs and bullshit so it's so really stupid (laughs) and I think someone was like, I, I didn't want us to get into a fight. And I think I told some the leader of their group who was also trying to like calm it down. I think I told them that I was a black belt in jujitsu. <laughs> and as a way, and I was, I think I said, I'm legally obligated to tell you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said that. And then he like went back to his group and was like, we don't want to fuck with this guy. It's still unclear to me whether or not that's a thing that you're supposed to do because I've heard that. Too. I don't think you're supposed to. <laughs> I don't think really you have funny. to do that uh, at all. And 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 the, I'm frankly, I wasn't doing it to. I really wasn't doing it to uh, posture or peacock. I was doing it to avoid the fight. Yeah. Smart. So I think as douchey and as stolen Valerie as that is, I at least used it for the right reason. It's very funny. Uh, and I was also very drunk. So I would never do that now. Um, but I do not know jujitsu jiu- whatsoever at all. No. But I did say that. Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> that's unreal, dude. Um, I knew that by adding the legally obligated thing, I would it would sound more official. <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't believe you until you until... told me that it, you until you used it as a disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, in case he breaks our arms now, he we can't sue him anymore. He let us know. Yeah, you're all. Yeah, dude, you're yeah. covered. Yeah, dude, that's insane. Yeah, good line though, man. Yeah, you gotta do yeah. it. Yeah, 
Look, we're all adults here. Some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or to unwind after a long day. Lucy Nicotine is a company that was created to help nicotine users find a cleaner option and feel better about the way that they consume nicotine. I used to smoke a bit, you know what I mean? And I have recently switched over uh, to Lucy pouches when I'm feeling like, you know, I could use a little nicotine to relax perhaps. Uh, using Lucy pouches is pretty easy. Uh, the Lucy Slim pouch, you just pop it into your mouth and then slip it into your upper or lower lip. Uh, just do whatever feels comfortable and don't worry about spitting anything out because there is no tobacco leaf in the product. Unlike chewing tobacco, uh, so your saliva shouldn't make you sick or anything. Uh, Lucy Slim Pouches is the newest technology for synthesizing pure nicotine in the lab. None of uh, the tobacco and all of the nicotine satisfaction. Uh, they're made with both a coconut oil and gum base to provide a soft, fluffy texture that we know that you're going to love. And they come in three strengths, four, eight, and 12 milligrams, and three exclusive flavors, spearmint, mango, and cool cider. It's 2022. Don't compromise when you're choosing your nicotine products. Go with the newest uh, tobacco-free options from Lucy. Oops, the podcast listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code oops to get 20% off of your order of Lucy Slim Pouches or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co, use promo code oops at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer, warning, this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, be sure to use that promo code oops. Uh, well, let's uh, yeah. let's wrap it there. Let's fun. Home. What a fun. Oh, oh Ryan. Oh, Ryan's Hit got us. the facts. Ryan with the facts. Hit us with the facts. This okay. is like a uh, part in the interruption at the end of the episode when uh, the what's his name fact checks everything they said. I didn't even know they did that. Tony Reale, right? Is that mm. the guy? So the black belt thing is a myth. Okay. So. Okay. Um, gargoyles. Mm. They were originally designed <laughs> in the 13th century by French architects nice. as a means of disposing of water. So think of them as the precursor to the gutter. Oh, um, got it. Typically, a trough is cut through the hole. The, the mouth? And it comes out the mouth. How mouth, fun yeah. is that? And then for the tears, I couldn't find anything because if I typed in I tears, it would read as tear. And I don't want to uh, click retina. any further in that. Yeah. Nomads. The average age of a digital nomad is 32 years old. And the Gatorade flavor purple is called Rainberry. Wow. Rainberry? Yes. Isn't there like a Gatorade Frost flavor that's mm -hmm. purple also? Yeah, there's one like that too. But that, does that, is Gatorade Frost exist still? Mm. I'm not sure. But yeah. standard <laughs> standard purple Gatorade is Rainberry. 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 That, well Ryan, done, Ryan. That was fantastic. That's so good what really you've done there. Really, really nice. That's a really nice thing. That's that's a really, we should, we, this should become... We need that a lot more. That's a thing. Because then we'll get in less trouble. Uh, you know what I mean? We should we should make a name for this segment. Yeah, Ryan. Facts some, with Ryan. Facts. Of <laughs> we can all just also just call it facts. You know how some people like to say that when someone says something they agree with, they go facts. Facts. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah. That's facts with Ryan. Hey, it's too bad your last name isn't like Flax, because then we could say that's facts with Ryan Flax. Facts with Flax. Yeah, or or Max. Ryan Max. Yeah, <laughs> facts with Max. All right. Either way. That's Oops the Podcast. Uh, what a fun episode. Thank you all for uh, joining us as ever. We love doing the podcast for you. And um, what's coming up? I will be in the Washington, D.C. area for at, at the Arlington Draft House, July 22nd and 23rd. I am excited as hell to be back there. Uh, lots of new stuff, some new music stuff in my act. I hope you guys will go, uh, come check that out. Tickets for that, FrancisEllis.com. And uh, that's it. G, anything? Cool, yeah. Tampa. 14th uh, through the 17th. Uh, so right now it's saying that I'm going to have six shows. We're like finalizing 
the specific details. So for everybody who's been waiting on those dates, thanks for being patient. Um, and then July 28th, Seattle, the crocodile, uh, and have some more fun stuff coming up soon. Thank you guys. And see you later.